0: So I have some thoughts that I want to share and I'm not quite sure how to completely articulate what the topic would be that I'm talking about. Um, But maybe as I begin processing talking, um, it will become more clear. So I am a therapist. Um, I specialize, you know, in EMDR and I specialize in helping people um, clear out their blocking beliefs and Um, things that are holding them back. Um, And the reason that I like that is because it really helps people process through things effectively and quickly instead of just talking in circles. It's certainly not the end-all be-all, but I think it's a great tool. Um, But anyways, in in therapy, I have noticed different things because I I have worked with a lot of Christians, people who have different faith backgrounds, um, but mostly Christianity and just kind of come from different denominations and whatnot. And there are, there's a lot of emotionally healthy Christians out there, number one. Like when you even look at a lot of therapy clinics and places, there's, there's a lot of streams of people who are Christians who are doing healing work and really purpose-driven work and all of that. So that's like, that's what's, Mostly out there. And so many good things have come from Christians, you know, I believe answering the call of God on their lives. However, <laughs> there are people who either call themselves Christians or are, but have a lot of soul wounding who really mislead others who either are Christians or who aren't into believing that certain things are not true. Um, I was just going to say they basically deceive people um, because, and I this is something that I grew up with, so I'm very, very familiar with it. And I understand kind of the ins and outs of it because I've had to do a lot of work of breaking free from um, spiritual abuse and uncovering lies in what seems true spiritually, but what actually isn't true. Because, you know, remember like a lie or an untruth can be something that's true. And then there can be a lie that's kind of twisted in and it makes the whole thing false. And so, um something that i'm I've seen is that when people have wounds in their soul, when people have um, let's say abuse from their past from their childhood, and then they become a Christian. A lot of people, and honestly, most people probably use their faith as a as a means to heal and to work through their junk and to get through their stuff but not everybody does. What some people do is they use their faith as a self-protection. And at first it might seem like it's not that big of a deal because it's like, well, I'm just kind of using it to keep a, a distance between myself and the world you know, but if that self, if they continue to use their Christianity, their religion as a self-protection, it can actually really become hurtful and demeaning and judgmental towards other people. And I've seen this happen where somebody, you know, has, like I said, like the childhood stuff and, you know, abuse and different things like that. They become a Christian and they, they use religion as kind of a coping strategy, but they don't dig deeper into their soul work. What they end up doing is they externalize it and they kind of think everything is spiritual. Now, when you externalize something and you think something's a spiritual attack or you think everything is spiritual, what ends up happening is you don't have to now take any ownership or responsibility over your stuff. And You know, so you, and the other thing that can happen is, you know, we all need to process through our emotions, the good, the bad, all of them. And regardless of where we're at spiritually or what we believe spiritually, you know, a lot of times it's like, okay, we know that we have God's promises. We know that there's a lot of good things, but what some people do, you know, they short circuit their emotional process. So instead of allowing themselves to fully feel their emotions, if it's externalized, if it's like, oh, this is just spiritual warfare, or if it's, um, oh, well, I shouldn't feel this way. I should be happier. I should be this, that, or the other. And a lot of people deal with that. That's not just a Christian thing um but sometimes i think there's kind of an authenticity that can go missing in christianity at times again not a blanket statement um and and it can short circuit the actual emotional process that a person actually needs to go through so we have an emotional process sometimes that we need to write out we we need to dig deeper and say okay what's actually going on inside of me and I haven't read through this book but my husband did this past year and it's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and it's by a guy named Pete and his last name starts with S. I think he has a church in New York but he talks about the different stages that you hit as a Christian and we all hit a wall as Christians because what happens is you know there's what, what he uses the term, like a disillusionment. So like what you thought was going to happen, maybe doesn't happen. And I've seen this time and time again, happen to people who go to like, let's say like a ministry school where they think maybe, you know, the prophetic words that they have over their lives are going to lead them to a place. And they're going to, they're going to be there and they're going to, you know, follow their dreams and do all of these things. But then life hits them and reality hits them, and that's not always the case. Now, that doesn't mean that those prophetic words aren't going to happen, but life happens and you know, character building happens, and that's when you have to start getting some grit and actually make tangible goals to say, okay, I may not be able to control these different factors, but what can I do today? you know but we all hit that wall to say i didn't think it was going to be this way i thought it was going to be different and i think what some people do is they end up checking out or they end up being disappointed in god or in other christians and they don't allow themselves to grieve and to say you know what that really sucked or gosh i really i really need to process through like this isn't how i kind of wanted things to be because the the idea of processing through emotions is this it's that you actually get to the other side of the emotion so when we hijack or short circuit our emotional process we don't allow ourselves to fully process and kind of work through that full emotion um you know so it's it's kind of one of those things that it's so important to do because once you get to the other side you can start having more clarity and you can actually move past that wall but until we can actually be honest with ourselves and say this is how I actually feel about something um you know we're told a lot of times not to trust our feelings you know but and I get that cuz i mean i tell my clients that like don't trust your feelings and listen to them, listen to your body at the same time. We don't let our emotions dictate our actions all of the time. We blend our emotional mind with our logical mind, which we have a wise mind, which is a place that we can, you know, best make decisions out of. We're not reactive from that place, but we need to be able to to have a blend of both. Um, So, you know, emotions are important. They're they're messengers. They tell us what's actually happening. Um, so I really believe that in order, I think that Christians have such an ability to be powerful and move forward and to be able to really be leaders in their different areas. But the soul work is where it's at because once the soul is healthy then, you know, the limitations are almost not there. I mean, there's just so many different possibilities and things that a person can do once that soul work is taken care of. So um, I just wanted to touch on a few of those thoughts. And that is all that I have for now. Thanks for listening.